So what does it mean to be sexually pure? Well, by the definition, it means when it comes to fighting sin, you choose to listen and do the right thing rather than listen to the devil or those voices inside your head that it's okay if you stay a little while or it's okay if he or she touches me there all right guys here we go let's get into it hey it's your girl that strong leading lady Rhonda rocking my way to my promised land with the finding your heart podcast I am a wife, psalmist, entrepreneur, singer, missionary, mentor, coach, friend, and your inspirational strategist, bringing you inspiration from God, experiences, the Bible, and a few degrees. So enough about me because really it's all about you and your life and your dreams and your goals. So let's get started. So it's no surprise that every time we turn on the TV, watch a movie, listen to the radio, YouTube, or stream something on our phones, the idea of sex or the pictures of sex are just so prevalent, I mean, everywhere you look. I want you to know that it takes time and work to remain sexually pure, but it's not impossible. With a made-up mind and... um, a life submitted to God, you can conquer anything. Some of you know already that I didn't have sex before marriage, but I want to share that before I got married and in other relationships, I explored different things, whether it was touching or kissing, and these things made me even more curious, and I wanted to know more and wanted to experience uh, the physical satisfying nature that it gave to me and um you know during those times I would feel the tugging of the Holy Spirit to literally run from those situations and I thank God I thank God that um he kept me and I thank God for listening during the times that I did uh, so that I wouldn't give totally into Um, having sex before marriage, but I want to help you so you don't have to yield to the things of the flesh, and even if you have already yielded to things that have made you sexually impure, you can um, become pure again. You can not only become pure again, but remain pure and or reclaim your purity um, the reason why, you know, this is so important, because if you don't do these things, you can really be led by your own desires and, you know, find yourself in positions and places that you'll regret later on. So number one, be honest with God about where you are and uh, what comes to your mind and how your body is feeling and what you're experiencing. If anything, he definitely is the only one that you cannot hide from. Uh, Scripture lets us know that if we make our bed in hell, he's there. If we go to the highest mountain, he's there. So whatever you do, 
be honest with God about it because the reality is he sees and he knows all. Number two, be intentional about your personal time with God. I mean, every single day you should have that quiet time with him. And when you have the quiet time with him, you will begin to experience the Lord in ways that you've never experienced before. And he will begin to fill all the voids in your life where it seems like you have to have that physical connection with someone else. He'll show you a more excellent way. Number three, protect your inputs. So your inputs are your eyes, your ears, your nose. And um, basically, you're protecting what you see, what you hear, what you smell. You might have to turn off your favorite shows and not watch them anymore. You might have to turn off what's most popular on Netflix. Because when you watch something and you listen to something, or even when you smell something, you don't have to give it permission to enter into your spirit or to enter into your mind. It automatically goes there without you even noticing. And when you sacrifice, you know, giving up those things, basically you're denying your flesh and denying yourself access to things that could potentially control the way you behave. Um, those things that you look at, it puts an imprint into your to your mind. And where you wouldn't think about certain things, now you're thinking about it. Um, just this past week, I decided not to like look at TV as much. I really just focused on listening to uh, messages on YouTube and prayer time and listening to gospel music. And I could just tell the difference in just one week of dedication to not, uh, to purposely filling my mind with things that are of the Lord versus things of the world. I mean, I've had so much peace. I wasn't as agitated and frustrated. And so just try it. Try it one day. Try it two days. Try it three days. And you will definitely see the difference. Number four, surround yourself with true accountability partners. A true accountability partner points you to Jesus. It points you to God. It points you to the Holy Spirit. And usually the accountability partners are the ones you hide from when you know that you're doing wrong. You got to run from the setup, y'all, because the enemy is seeking to kill us. He's seeking to destroy us. He is seeking um, to just eliminate our legacy. And the spirit of perversion is sneaky. And it will have you in places that you thought you would never, ever be. Perversion is sexual behavior that is considered abnormal and unacceptable. So don't make the normal of the world become the normal of your life. Somebody has to uphold the standard. And I realize that some of you may be dealing with the spirit of perversion because you may have been raped at a young age or someone might have taken advantage of you, um, an auntie, your uncle, whatever. I know that that spirit is not something that you willfully went out and was looking for. And I just want to encourage you that if you are dealing with that, please take a moment to talk to your pastor, talk to a spiritual leader and seek help from 
an actual Christian mental health professional because some things we just have to deal with. So, you guys, surround yourself with those accountability partners. And maybe your accountability partner is your pastor. Maybe it is your uh, Christian therapist. Maybe it is a friend or a mentor that, that will hold you to a standard of holiness. I want you to know you're not alone in this, that um, research lets us know that one out of three people in the Christian church deal with um, masturbation. And so you're not alone in dealing with this. But the question is, do you want to continue to kind of deal with it and suffer with it as a secret? Or do you want to turn that thing into a testimony and victory? And I know that the Lord wants that for you. The question is, do you want it for yourself? Number five, ask the Lord to fill you with more of his spirit. And when you have more of his spirit, um, it literally removes or moves out the works of the flesh. Number six, ask God to forgive you. And once God is forgiven you, that's it, y'all. Because number seven is you have to forgive yourself. And the reason why you're forgiving yourself is so you can move forward. Once you ask God for forgiveness, everything that you've done is under the blood. And when someone tries to come and bring up your past or bring up what they did with you, they have to go under the blood themselves to bring it up, which means if they're going under the blood and bringing it up, then they're having an encounter with Jesus. So your testimony, your trials are only meant to bring God more glory. Forgive yourself because what God has for you is so much greater than your current circumstance. You can have a sexually pure life in the 21st century. If you have any questions about this, I encourage you to shoot me an email. You can also find me on Instagram at fyh for you. I'd love to answer any questions that you have and be of support and maybe point you in the direction so that you can be free and you can be whole. You know I love you, right? So please take a few seconds to like this particular episode, subscribe to my channel, and share this with someone you know. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Finding Your Heart Incorporated or Instagram FYH for you, the number for you. Rock you because God wants you to and nobody else can rock like you can.